0: Happy Tuesday! Happy Tuesday to you and you and you and you and you. I cannot believe it's the 13th of December already. I just really can't. I just, I don't know, this year has flown by. I hope you guys are doing very, very well. You're getting ready for the holiday season. You know what's so interesting to me, just on a side note? It's interesting to me how some people are, like, so happy-go-lucky during the holidays, and some people are not. And I know the holidays can be hard for a lot of people, for various reasons. But I've just noticed an uptick of angry trolls online. Like, wow, you all need to like take a shot, chill out. It's not that serious. The show is just a show. You know, people actually even on my social media attacking me for asking questions or posting someone that they hate. Stop posting that person. I hate the... I mean, no one's holding you hostage. You're free to go at any time. I'm not going to just stop doing something because you specifically don't like him. Like, that's ridiculous. Anyways, new season of After the 90 Days with David and Annie and Lauren and Alexi. I actually love these shows because they're quick you get right into the nitty gritty and then it's over. There's no like extra frills or whatever. Um, So I kind of like it. It's like a good pace compared to just finishing like the single life and in the midst of happily ever after and all of that stuff. Hey, better days. Congratulations to better days. Uh, She won our Patreon uh, UK holiday package I'm really excited for her, and uh, I got my package today, so I will do an unboxing shortly. But yeah, congratulations, Better Days! Yay! Hey, Vanessa, I'm feeling a little better. My face is still swollen, as you guys can see, but you know, at least I can talk a little bit better. It's still, it's still much, but I'm getting there. Thanks for asking, Vanessa. Anyways, let's jump in to David and Annie. Uh, so Annie's been in the US for like five years. She's never had a driver's license. She really enjoys the fact that David has to chauffeur her around anywhere she wants to go. Uh, but now they've talked about it, and she's going to need to get a driver's license because they're planning on going back to Thailand in a couple of weeks to try and bring over Jordan, her brother, and Amber, her cousin, back to the United States. Um, And Annie's so funny because she's like, you know, in Thailand, you don't need a driver's license. All you have to do is pay off a police officer and boom, you're driving. You get in the car, you're driving. Hey, Gio. Hey. So yeah, in Thailand, you got a couple of dollars, give it to a police officer. All of a sudden, you can drive. And that's what she used to do um, at age of 16 back in Thailand but obviously she can't do that in the US. So uh, she's got her learner's permit and she's taking driver's lessons at uh, stop and go driving school in Fountain, Arizona. And you guys, I have to tell you something, she is not very good. <laughs> you guys are hilarious in the live chat. Vanessa says, it's okay that my cheeks are swollen. It just looks like I have a little filler like Darcy and Stacy. That is very accurate. I'm gonna go with that. And Gio says, hey, that's my best friend, my best friend, in my little thug voice. So, She's taking these lessons. She's not very good. She's get she gets distracted very quickly. She at one point she took both hands off of the driving wheel because she was laughing so hard, and the instructor's like looking. He's laughing, but it was more like a a nervous laugh. And and she's going to change lanes, and he's like, "Okay, turn on your left blinker." And she like clicks on something else, which is not the blinker, and then she just gets into the lane. He's like, "Okay, that's not how we do it." That's not how we do it. But what we're going to do is when you make a left turn, you're going to turn into the closest lane and then make your way over lane lane by lane. And she's like, I got this. I think I'm doing great. (laughs) She was not doing great. Uh, So she says, she asked David, you know, how do you think I did? I think I did really well. And David's like, yeah, I think you're going to probably need a few more lessons especially if you're trying to drive around amber and jordan when they get here like unless they're going to wear helmets we're going to need you to have a few more lessons so funny um so they're working on that as well as they just purchased their first home in arizona Uh, it's a four bedroom two and a half bathroom and the reason why they wanted a bigger house is because, you know, their family's expanding, Jordan and um, Amber are coming over. So they wanted to have more. <laughs> they wanted to have more space for the kids to grow up and go to school and all of that. And one of the things we learned about David, which is so interesting because how long have we known him? So, I mean, there's some things we knew, but I feel like we continue to get to know them Um as the years go on but he was raised jewish uh he has converted to buddhism and he as they're like unpacking the house they're he's putting up all his like buddhist trinkets all over the house and uh they're getting ready because the monks are coming over to do a house blessing ceremony which i thought was really interesting because um even in african culture we do have a very similar type of thing where you pray over the house to bless the house um you know uh and it's like a beautiful thing and and it's i guess similar to people having housewarming parties like hey i'm having a housewarming party come over uh, before you would do that you would do a house blessing which is what david and annie um do so not only are they going to have the monks come over to do a house blessing they also, David is also starting to try to mend his relationship with Ashley. And if you guys remember, we met Ashley when we first met David and Annie and David had proposed to Annie. Annie was only like 25 at the time, very similar to age of Ashley, his daughter. And if you guys remember, like, remember David, he's come so far. And I'm like, so proud of this couple because he was a deadbeat when we met him remember he had no job his friend chris was like supporting his lifestyle he was living in a um what's it called before he moved before he moved back from before or after after he moved back from thailand he was living in a firehouse you remember that with annie like he was a mess and then he was estranged from his two children because he had left them and they felt abandoned. He went over to Thailand to do all, and even when he was in Thailand before he met Annie, like all the stories we hear about what him and Chris used to do and like the, you know, the tours they used to do and all that stuff. Like he's come a long way, you guys, really has come a long way. And so one of the things he's trying to do is mend his relationship with Ashley, his daughter, because they've been estranged. It's been about five years. They've been estranged. Again, if you've noticed, even on social media, you don't see him posting her or talking about her and vice versa. And so what we learn uh, in this episode is that they're starting to try to mend the relationship um, and have an adult father-daughter relationship, right? So he invited Ashley, his daughter, and his granddaughter, Aubrey, to the house blessing because what he wants to do is combine and unite both families, his side of the family and Annie's side of the family. And especially because um, Amber and Jordan are coming, he wants all of them to get together and all of them to be one really happy family. Hey Joslo, Joslo said I really disliked him at first. I think we all disliked him at first because he was scrub city back in the days, like just scrub city. And so He wants to unite the family. But one of the things is, you know, Ashley still has some resentment towards him because she feels abandoned by him. She feels like he was not a good dad. He wasn't there while they were growing up. Um, and it's been two years since they've seen each other. Hasn't seen his granddaughter in two years as well. Um, and so, you know, Ashley, when she's doing her stand-up, she's like, you know, things are getting better. You know, we text more often and we're getting closer, but we have a lot more work to do. And you could tell in this episode that she still is holding a lot of resentment and she still has a lot of questions about her relationship with David, her dad. Hi, Midwife Crystal. She said, hey guys, from the Friendly Skies, I haven't watched David and Annie yet, but I saw Lauren and Alex, plus three, exactly. So safe travels, midwife Crystal. So because she's closer with her dad, she's like willing to come over and come to this house blessing. And she has some issues though, right? She's like, I don't understand why my dad is bringing over Annie's brother and her cousin. And like he's older now, why would he wanna be raising teenagers they are not even his teenagers? She has an issue that the fact that he's gonna be there to raise these teenagers when she was a teenager and he wasn't there for her and didn't raise her. So she brings all of that up as well as she brings up the fact that during his older ages now, she feels like he should be spending time with his grandkids and not raising teenagers. And I think that just goes to show how she's still holding some resentment and she's still holding bitterness towards feeling abandoned. And, you know, now he has this new family and all the things that she feels that he didn't do for them, he's now going to do for um, Amber and Jordan. And so she's having some emotions about that. She's having some feelings about that. And... You know, I can't blame her. One of the things I think, though, and, you know, it's just my opinion, and I think that David probably should have tried to work on his relationship with his daughter a little bit sooner. Um, You know, he's been back from Thailand for some time now. And, hey, Dustin, and I think that before he had a whole year to kind of work on this, and, and five years before that. And now it's like you're springing everything on Ashley. You barely just started talking back to her again and now she's going to have to deal with the fact that there's some new people that she feels are are replacing her in their relationship with you and i think that you know he had an opportunity to really change that around before he introduced more people but you know it is what it is here we are so in the meantime they flip us over to thailand and we catch up with amber who's visiting Uh, Annie's best friend Cindy at her hair salon and I guess she often goes there gets her hair done practices English because if you remember from last season last season uh, Amber got denied two times to get her visa to come to the United States and one of the reasons she felt that she got denied was because she didn't she only had basic English and so she felt that that was a detriment and so because Cindy speaks English, she goes there, gets her hair done, practices her English so that she can have a better base. And so by the time that David and Annie come in the next couple of weeks, she'll have a better understanding, she speaks speak better English, and perhaps that will help her with her third visa interview. So we also learned that besides practicing English, she's been going to school online uh, since COVID, and she feels like she's not really learning that much. She's not really challenged by it. And... Uh, if you remember last season, she came, um, Annie explained to us ladyboys that are ladyboys in Thailand. And this episode, Amber came in with a ladyboy, and I don't know about you guys, but my first glance, I thought it was Jordan. I was like, "Um, wait, wait, are we missing something?" But it wasn't Jordan. It was just a, one of her ladyboy friends. But it definitely looked like Jordan at first glance. Anyone else felt that way? Because I was like, oh, Lord, what's happening here? So, anyways, that was just a side note. Something that I caught on to, but I was wrong. So, we're back in in Arizona, and um, they're going to have a family day. It's going to be Ashley and Aubrey and David and Annie, and they're going to, like, an indoor fun palace, for lack of a better word. And there's trampolines there's games there's all the things and uh, you know annie because annie has the funniest she says the funniest things so she's like i want to go on the tangerine and david's like it's not tangerine it's trampoline and she's like oh well i just thought it was like a big park that had lots of oranges and you pick the tangerines and then you have a big picnic and you eat Annie. Only Annie. Only Annie. Anyway, she goes on this air ride, and you can hear her screaming from left, right, and center, but she's having a great time. She gets on the trampoline with Aubrey, David's um, granddaughter. Meanwhile, David and Ashley take some time to sit away and bond, and David's like, you know, to his daughter, Ashley, I really want to continue to build a relationship, and This is where you can start to see. This is where the drama is going to come in, you guys. The drama this season is going to come in with David's relationship with his daughter. Because if you remember the last time we we saw Ashley on a 90-day show, she literally gave it to her dad. She took her water and threw it in his face and stormed out. That was the last we saw of her, if you remember that. So anyways, this time around, she feels like David is prioritizing Amber and Jordan over her and Aubrey and she doesn't feel like like why should they come to the united states and david be there for them when he wasn't there for her he wasn't there for her son he wasn't there for her grand his granddaughter and so you can see that there's a lot of animosity still like brewing there and you can just see it you guys like you can see she wants to be there and she wants to try to mend the relationship but she's still holding on to a lot of bitterness towards him and it starts to, like, seep out. Seep out. So, while he's talking about building the relationship, she's talking about how she doesn't feel like he's making her a priority. So, I think, as the season goes on, because, you know, this is just the first episode, we're going to see a lot more of that clashing between the two, and I think Annie predicted what's going to happen, and I'll tell you about it shortly. So, They get back to the house and Annie has created amazing feasts. And we all know that Annie's a great cook. She's constantly posting all of her cooking on social media. And fun fact, if you guys didn't know this briefly, uh, her and David had a cooking show on Facebook Watch. And uh, they also used to uh, sell cooking lessons with them. And you would be online and she would teach you to cook and all of that stuff. So she's a really great cook. So she created a feast uh, for the house blessing ceremony. Um, And meanwhile, while she's like setting up everything, the monks arrive and there are three monks and they're gonna start the blessing of the house and the monks sit on the couch and then everyone else sits on the floor and they do like a first uh, give a prayer. And then they do an offering to the Buddha and the offering to the Buddha is some type of food um, so Annie offered sticky rice and David offered like, um, a, a roll. And the concept is you leave a little bit of food to invite the good spirits in to live and stay in your house. And those spirits bring happiness and luck to the house, which I thought, you know, this is something I, this is what I love about, about David and Annie or after the 90 days is that you learn some things. And you learn some things about the different cultures. And so I thought that was like a very interesting note um, and something that I just thought was really special. So like they're blessing their house and, and like I would not have known that. So after the, the prayers and the offering, they invite the monks to the table for the feast. And so all the food that Annie has, has prepared for them, the three monks sit at the table, but no one else is allowed to join the table with them. And Annie starts serving the food, but she can't serve the food to them directly, which is something else I didn't know. So women are not allowed to serve monks directly. So Annie had to serve David and David had to serve the monks and the monks ate amongst themselves. Why? While the rest of them, Ashley, Aubrey, David and Annie had to stand and watch them eat. Like you can't join and eat with them because it's like a whole sacred thing. So I learned that as well watching this episode. And uh, while they're doing all that, David realizes that he has to be a better father and grandfather. He's realizing now, just now, that he hasn't been a good dad and he hasn't been there for his grandbaby. And again, like I said at the top of our show, I feel like it's a missed opportunity. He's had a lot of time to reach out to her and I I guess it's better late than never. But they have a lot of work to do, and you can see it. Like, it's it's tangible in the air. You can see where these two are going to come to butt heads. I feel it. Does anyone else feel it? Because I feel it 100%. Anyways, they're going to be off to Thailand in a couple of weeks. And David drops a bombshell, you guys, a bombshell. So when they go to Thailand, David has decided that he's going to become a monk. You heard me right, he's going to become a monk. And he's like, I'm going to become a monk for a short while. And I'm like, does that, is that how it works? Can you just say like, oh, I'm going to be a monk for like 60 days and then I'm not going to be a monk. But according to David, in Thai culture, every man must become a monk. It's a rite of passage. And it's whether you are a monk for a short period of time or forever. Every man uh, in Thailand has to do that. And so one of the things that he has to do, right? I don't know, Adventures with V. Can monks be married, though? I don't know. That's a good question. They didn't address it in this episode. If anyone knows, definitely let us know in the live chat. If you're watching the replay, let us know in the comments. Can monks be married? So... One of the things that he has to do in this transition of becoming a monk, Laura said, I've heard of this temporary monk thing, but it seems odd to me. So one of the things he has to do is has to shave his head. And you guys know, okay, you go, we all know the journey David has had with his hair, right? Like he's gone with like patches that have been missing to having like that weird widow's peak situation going on. Um, and then he finally, you know, he's gotten a hair transplant, but now that he's becoming a monk, he has to shave his head. So all the hair that he just got transplanted into his head, he has to shave it off and he has to shave his eyebrows. And Ashley's like, but you just got a hair transplant. And he's like, oh, well, it will grow back. And so that's my other question. Did your hair grow back after a hair transplant i think i thought you got a hair transplant because you couldn't grow hair in those areas hmm so anyone know the answer to that question i mean i'm sure i could google it but if you all know let me know because that sounds like a waste of money if you spend all that money for a hair transplant and now you're going to shave it off because you're going to become a temporary monk and so like temporaries and you're going to only be a monk while you're in Thailand for like 10 days? I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. Anyways, even his wife Annie thinks that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Annie's like, I don't think you understand what it fully means to be a monk, okay? There's no sex, no drinking, you eat only two times a day, no wearing shoes, no perfume or colognes or anything like that no underwear you sleep at the temple and you and annie these are annie's words not my words you cannot jack off you're not allowed to touch it so and then she goes on to say your hands can't be anywhere near it david (laughs) which to me i feel like she was telling us something without directly telling us something So as he's telling Annie and Ashley and Aubrey that he, he wants to transform into this this temporary monk, um, Ashley's like, I mean, okay, it's a vibe, I guess. And he's like, not only do I want to become a temporary monk, I also uh, really have embrace the Thai culture and I want to share that with you and Aubrey. So will you come with us to Thailand? And let's help blend and bond our two families. I want you to see why I feel is so special. I want to introduce you to Annie's family. I want our families to merge and connect and bond, which I think is a great thing as well. I think it's long overdue. I think that that probably should have happened way back when, but way back when David was a scrub, right? So he wasn't thinking of anyone but himself. Plus he had no money. And so he had his friend bankrolling his life, which is a whole other story, but you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. If he could have done it, he should have not only invited his children to his wedding in Thailand, but he should have also introduced his kids to Annie's family. I think that that would have made this whole situation better because you know, the longer the time is, the more your feelings fester and the more uh, you separate and are divided. And so you have a, a further road to go down, to come back together. And I think, um, waiting these five years has been detrimental to the relationship, but it's never too late to mend a relationship. Um, and so Aubrey and Ashley say yes. Well, Aubrey says yes. Aubrey, the granddaughter is like, of course, she wants to go to Thailand. She wants to travel and and see all of that. And the only thing that is a concern for Annie is she's worried that Ashley is going to be moody when she gets there. Or you know, start issues, or yell, or scream, and she's worried that might hinder her family letting um, Amber and Jordan come to America, right? Because they're going to be like, "Who is this crazy lady freaking out?" And it just gave me flashes of Angela, right? You know, coming to a different country and like just going buck wild because you don't know any better and you don't have any cultural sensitivity. It's possible. I hope that doesn't happen, but I feel like that's the direction we're going. Um, I think Ashley does seem a little volatile, and she she has some issues towards her dad. And so we'll see what happens. And speaking of her dad, if you watch this episode, you guys, Ashley, and I should have taken a picture. I'll take a picture next time. Ashley and her dad, David, look identical. She looks exactly like her dad. Everything, same body type face nose eyes she just has long hair put long hair on david and she looks exactly like ashley anyways moving on so we're moving on to lauren and alexi their season two episode one table for five uh it's beach day for them with their two under two so as we know last episode uh lauren had another baby boy uh so Uh, it's shy and Asher. And uh, so they're at the beach having a great time. And one of the things that I've never heard, and I wonder if you guys have heard it, but Lauren said that there's a rumor that you can't get pregnant while you're breastfeeding. And then she's like, public service announcement. That's not true. Because guess what? They're pregnant again. And we already know in real time. So this is not a spoiler alert. Um, but they have a baby and they have a baby girl. So we already know that in real time. So we're seeing it play out on the show. So she says, spoiler or a public service announcement. It's not true. Um, and so she said that she heard that breastfeeding was nature's natural protection. And it's rare that a woman can get pregnant when she's pregnant. Or Wait, I said that totally wrong. It's rare that a woman can get pregnant while she's nursing and it's only 4%. I was like, I've never heard any of this before. I've never heard any of this before at all. So I'm assuming that part is a rumor as well. Does anyone know? Oh, Laura says it's rare, but it's not a birth control method. Interesting. So it is true. Hmm. Go ahead, Lisa, smoke that turkey. Oh, I, okay. So it is true. So 4% of women can get pregnant while nursing only 4% of women. And it's very rare, but like Laura said, it's not a form of birth control which they found out because they got pregnant and they're having a baby girl oh and that's a spoiler but not a spoiler because i just said that we already know that they had a baby girl so just fym anyway she tells us that she took five pregnancy tests they all came out positive uh alexi was like i knew this was going to happen all the stuff that you were telling me about nature's protection and all of that stuff he didn't believe it and so he knew she was going to get pregnant and boom she was and so now they're going to have three kids under three. Shy, who's two. Asher, who's eight months. And I don't remember. Do you guys remember what the new baby's name is? I don't remember if I ever looked into it. But And then now they have a baby girl. And so they're talking about the terrible twos and how Shy is really going through the terrible twos. And the terrible twos is a real thing, which it is, you guys. Those two-year-olds, I won't even say two to, two to three and a half those little terrors (laughs) they definitely are like finding themselves right they find themselves they get this little attitude they're finding their little personalities and it's a whole thing so lauren talks about how shy is exactly like alex like alex's twin he's developing a little personality where he's very very stubborn and you can't do tell him to do anything because he won't do it unless it's on her, his terms, which Lauren says is exactly like Alex. Um, and so, I thought that that was really interesting to talk about because those are those are real things. Those are what parents have to deal with on a regular basis: is is raising your kids and and learning and seeing them grow and have these new little personalities and and all of that so i think it was a fun thing to explore so they head over the to the doctor's office their ob-gyn which who we know we've seen dr santos because he seems to be the one that delivers all of lauren's babies he's shocked you guys that lauren is pregnant again um and they had a cute little moment with baby shy where she's on like the the table in the doctor's office and she's lying down cause they're gonna do an ultrasound. And Shai puts his hand on Lauren's belly and says, hello, baby, hello, baby. It was so cute. Vanessa said Three years, three-year-olds are even worse cause they're taller and can reach more crap. <laughs> so <clears throat> Dr. Santos, again, he's shocked that she's pregnant again because he wanted them to wait at least a year before she had her next baby because she's a high-risk pregnancy. And uh, he said that she's at risk because she has abdominal, cervical, cl- uh, claryledge placement. And she's had two babies that have been delivered before their due dates, So she's just at overall at a higher risk. Um, and he said, when you have premature babies, you have risk for complications. And he really wants to make sure that he can get this third baby to 37 weeks. <coughs> Shanta said in the preteen years are no joy either. <laughs> the terrible twos. The horrible threes, the preteens, the teenage years, all of them. <laughs> they're little assholes until they're like 18. <laughs> just joke it. Uh, but not. Um, so that was funny. So they're in the doctor's office. He's just trying to wrap his mind around. Lauren being pregnant again and, like, what his pregnancy plan is for them. But meanwhile, everyone's having a meltdown, you guys. Shy's having a meltdown because he's tired. Asher's having a meltdown because he's hungry. Alex is having a meltdown because Lauren is not, like, Lauren is on laying on the bed getting, you know, her treatment. So he's having to be the one that has to step up as the parent and watch the two sons. So he's getting irritable. Um, And so everyone's melting down in there. So they're like, oh, we're going to go. So they leave the doctor's office. And as they're leaving the doctor's office, Alex is still mad at Lauren saying she's not helping with the two kids. And I was like, you can't have your kids for five minutes without freaking out. Like, all you all you're doing is feeding one and and rolling the stroller for the other. Like, calm down. Your wife is carrying your third child. She just was told that she's high risk again. She's been doing all the things. Like, can she not have five minutes? Can you not be with the kids on your own for five minutes? But he freaks out and says that she's not helping, which I just thought was ridiculous. And so she gets mad. And she's like, are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me right now? Which is probably what I would have said. So... <clears throat> It's the next day and Lauren is with her mom and they're driving or whatever. And we find out that the whole family is going to Israel, 13 hour flight. One of the reasons they want to bring uh, Lauren's parents with them is because it's extra hands for them and they want to make sure that, you know, on the flight, if they need to take a nap or whatever, the parents could be there to help with the two kids. Um, And one of the things that I thought was interesting is that Lauren kind of warned her mom, gave this pre-warning like, Hey, I know we're all going to Israel, but we want to make sure that Alex's family has enough time with the kids. So basically, listen, when we go to Israel, it's about them, not you. You guys get to see your grandbabies all the time. It's their turn. So like back off when we're there. back up when we're there, because it's for them and not for you, is basically what she was saying. Vanessa said, I never understood guys who want six plus kids, but won't do anything, that part. And this pregnancy round, what Lauren and Alexi decided to do was do it a little different. If you remember, they did gender reveals for both Shy and Asher. And uh, this time around they've decided that they're not going to find out the gender of the baby because they want to have that experience as well. And so they're waiting. So all the appointments that they go to, all the things, they're just not finding out the gender, even though Lauren is really itching to know uh, because everyone wants it to be a girl, which, you know, fun fact, fast forward, we know that it ends up being a girl. So Lauren takes her mom to the crystal shop, a crystal shop, um, because she wants to find some crystal or eat, pray, love or keeping your eye on the prize or uh, some like magical, mythical healing something. You guys get my drift. She wants to find something that gives her an unofficial answer to whether or not she's having her boy or girl. Uh, thank you so much, Gio. I really, really appreciate the super chat. I appreciate you supporting the show. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. Thank you for supporting the show. It really means a lot to me. So she finds a pendulum, pendulum, pendulum. And it's just like this stone thingy majigger. jigger So think of it like this. It's a stone thingamajigger. The heart would be the the stone, right? And the salesperson says, okay, so we're going to just leave it like this. And she has her hand here. And she says, if it goes back and forth like this, that means yes. If it goes in a circle that means no. Okay, so here's the thing that was crazy to me you guys, because then they put the stone thing up. And see how this thing is just vibrating? Oh, wait, on its own, it's just vibrating. That's what it was doing. It was just vibrating. It wasn't going left to right, because I watched it two times, I had to rewind it because I was like, did I miss it? It wasn't going left to right, like they said, and it wasn't going in in a circle. So it was no yes or no, no. It was just vibrating like. (laughs) But Lauren took the vibrating. To mean that she's having a girl, which I guess she wasn't wrong. And I'm wrong, but. She said the vibrating uh, meant it was gonna be a girl and she's not gonna tell Alex the answer because Alex doesn't really believe in all of this you know, crystal hoo-rah-rah. And not only is she doing the crystal stuff, she goes home now that she feels like she's having a baby girl and she's saging the house. And so Alex comes home from work and the house is full of smoke. And he's like, what is going on here? Is there a fire? Cause she had all the windows closed and the house filled up with smoke and she's like, Oh yeah, you know, I have I have pregnancy brain. I forgot to open the window. And he's like, Oh, you almost choked us all out. <laughs> she's like, No, I'm just cleansing the house. She cleansed baby shy. She tried to cleanse Alex and he's like, Get that shit away from me. Um, but you know, sage. do you guys sage? Do you guys sage? I, I saged once. And my experience was not that great. So I'm kind of like gun shy about staging again. Anyways, I want to know if you guys stage. let me know. So the other big surprise we find out in this episode is that uh, we knew that Alex and Lauren were thinking about moving outside of South Florida. What we didn't know is that they're thinking about moving to Israel um, for at least a little while. And they feel like it will be good for the kids. They'll have support they'll have alex's friends and family and um the kids will be able to raise the way he was raised and one of the things i think was interesting to hold on to was this is he says he's always envisioned this so he envisioned coming to america you know getting settled getting his green card having a bunch of babies bringing the having those babies having american citizenship going back to Israel, raise the kids for some time, and then coming back to America was his vision. So, um, oh yeah, I remember that when Darcy and Stacy staged their hair extensions, I totally remember that episode. <laughs> so, they're thinking about moving to Israel. And so they haven't told Lauren's parents. And Lauren's parents, to me, are a lot, you guys. They're very overbearing, especially when they don't get what they want or they don't like what they're hearing. I'm like, whoa, calm down. It's not all about y'all. So just settle down. Anyhow, they are going to Lauren's parents, uh, Brian and Marlene's, to celebrate Passover. And they talk a little bit about what Passover is. So when the Jewish people got out of Egypt with God and Moses' help, Um, to the promised land. They celebrate Passover because they're celebrating their freedom. And they bring matzah bread, um, which they talk about has a biblical history because it was the bread that didn't rise because the Israelites didn't have enough time for the bread to rise. So they eat that as well as uh, they're bringing over matzah toffee uh, to make it sweet for when they tell her parents that they're moving to Israel. So on the way there, they're talking about like where they're going to live in Tel Aviv and Lauren says, it doesn't matter as long as I have a walk in closet and Alex laughs at her. Like you're going to be lucky if you have somewhere to sit because all the places are smaller there and on top of each other and there's not a lot of space. But one of the things that they both agree on Alex and Lauren is that it's important for the kids to understand. Uh, where he's from and understand the culture. And so that's why he wants to move there with her and the kids. So get to the house and Brian and Marlene are already complaining from the jump. You guys complaining about what? Nothing. They think that Lauren and Lexi are crazy for having three under three, three kids under three years old. Brian says that Alex needs to keep it in his pants and that his daughter lauren needs to keep her legs closed they're married it's their life if they want to have a bunch of babies five babies you know nine babies listen you guys i was watching i'm not even gonna talk about what i was watching i mean look at nick cannon he has 12 12 12 babies he has like a whole basketball team both sides he has two starting teams and a couple of people that can sit on the bench <laughs> Her parents are a lot facts. They're a lot. They're super selfish and super judgy. So Marlene brings up the fact that, you know, they're thinking about moving and Marlene's like, yeah, you should move closer to us. You know, we would be closer to the babe, grandbabies. And that's when Lauren is like, are you going to tell them, Alex? So I thought it was interesting that Lauren doesn't directly talk with her parents especially her mom but we knew over the years that she has a little bit of a strained relationship with her mom and remember like she's like yeah i can't spend more than an hour with my mom um because she says they're too similar but i think there's more to the story there anyway she's like so alex are you going to tell them so alex tells brian and, and marlene that uh he wants the kids to grow up in Israel for the next five to six years to know the culture. And Marlene freaks out, says, no, that's an awful idea. I don't understand it. I won't be a part of it. I won't be a part of um, being with my grandbabies. And Brian's like, what man would ask his wife to do this? That's why I didn't want Lauren to bring home an Israeli because it always seems like they want to go back to Israel. Um, Okay. Brian and Marlene, calm down. First of all, this is not about y'all. Second of all, they're grown. They can live wherever they want to live. Third off, did I say it's not about y'all? Okay. Then Brian goes on to say, like, I don't understand what you're doing. You have a good job right now. And then what you're going to go across the world with no job and then come back in five years and have no job. I I mean, Brian, I I get your points that you're trying to make, but two and two is not equal four. Okay? And again, this is not about you. And the way you're judging them is kind of harsh on Passover. So Lauren's parents are irate about the move. um, But I personally think they're irate for selfish reasons. It's all about taking the grandkids away. Even Lauren said, yeah, they didn't even care about us. All they were caring about is where their grandkids were going to be. And especially Marlene. Marlene was like, over the top with her her attitude. I was like, okay, Marlene, just settle down. Just settle down because you two are treating these two terribly and it's not a good look. Um, so we'll see what happens. Now, on I don't know about you guys, for mine, I didn't see a sneak peek for next week, but what I do know when I found out is that uh, for David, and not for David and Annie, for Lauren and Lexi, they are going to try to put shy in children's modeling. So that's what we can look forward to uh, next week, is that Baby Shy is going to be a baby model, and they are going to start to take their family trip to Israel, and we're going to see the dysfunction of her parents with that. Um, And for David and Annie, we're going to definitely see more contention between Ashley and David as they try to reconnect their relationship um shanta says yes they were harsh with their words facts anyways you guys that was the two episodes of after the 90 days thank you so much for being here uh definitely make sure to like and subscribe tell a friend we're really trying to grow our little page and i think that the best way to, to grow the page is by word of mouth so tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend um and don't forget to like and i'll see you guys all tomorrow where i finally get to talk all things on 90 Days to single life so i'll see you tomorrow bye for now